0: the amazing people podcast episode 19 welcome to the amazing people podcast where ordinary people from all walks of life do amazing things in life and business with your host chip Desard. welcome to this edition of the amazing people podcast of course my name is chip Desard. haven't been around for a while But I wanted to start up some episodes and, you know, some non-traditional episodes that are interviews. So we're going to get right into this. Um, A gentleman came to my class. His name is Sean Hubbard. He is the photographer of the Baltimore Ravens. And I wanted you to listen to it as he spoke to uh, my class and as he spoke to a lot of things that... Not only can inspire high school students, but I believe that can inspire adults. Um, He's just very humble, um, very good guy,
1: and um, just take a listen. So yeah, guys, thanks, thanks for having me today. Um, Basically, you know, I'm not a photography teacher. I'm a photographer, so I'm I'm not gonna try to overwhelm you guys with like technical stuff today. All I want to do is tell you a little about, you know, what I do, where I came from, how I got started and uh, hopefully that will shed a little bit of light sort of behind the scenes of, of what it's like to be a professional photographer. Um, let me spit my gum out real quick. <clears throat> Every single game, I, I don't do all the away games. I go to most of the away games. We do have two photographers. Um, um, so I'll, I'll get into sort of what my role is with the Ravens. Basically, I want let to let you guys know kind of how I got started. And, and basically, I got started sitting in a room like this at the same age that you guys were. Thinking the same things that you guys are now. I'm sure not every person in this room is like, oh, I got a 100%, I'm gonna be a photographer. This is gonna be the rest of my life. I'm so dedicated to this. I know that's not the case. That's not where I was. I started in photography um, as a junior in high school. Um, you guys, I don't even know if you know what, what film photography is, um, but I started doing film photography just, to, just for fun, just to make cool pictures. You know, we were doing black and white, um, working in a dark room. Um, I never thought that I would be doing it as a profession. I just thought it was cool. I always knew that I was sort of, you know, had an artistic kind of creative side, but um, I didn't. I didn't know that was going to be my career. I continued to do it in high school, even when I went to college. Um, I knew I wanted to get a, a, you know, a great education to make sure that whatever I did, um, I would be prepared to do it. You know, Um, when I went to college. I was, I was going to do design graphic design. I don't know if you guys have that here, familiar with, with what graphic design is, but that's what I thought I was going to do. Um, along that way, um, I had been taking photography classes to sort of, uh, as like a general education class, and um, after two years in the graphic design program, I, I wasn't accepted into the program, and um, photography was the, the, the thing that I enjoyed doing the most, so... I thought, you know, okay, I'm just going to do photography and, uh, and see how that works out. Still, like, you know, at that point, um, uh, sophomore in college, I mean, how do you make a career as a photographer? Like, do you sell pictures? Like, what's that all about? I don't know. But, but at that point, all, all I knew was that that's what I enjoyed, that's what I was passionate about, and um, I, I, I kept pursuing it. And at that point, I'd never shot sports. I was taking just pictures just, just to be creative. So I finished college. Um, try to go out in the real world and get a, get a job. And basically, uh, I started working for a company, uh, a photography company. And you guys, I guess you all have every year, you guys have like school pictures. Everyone gets school pictures here. Everyone comes in, gets a picture in the yearbook, whatever. That's what I did out of college. I came into schools, and I took pictures of kids uh, for the yearbook. I took pictures of their sports teams. Uh, that's how I got started shooting action photos, shooting pictures of, of kids in high school, elementary school, because um, that's, that's the opportunity that was in front of me at the time. Um, so in my mind, um, you know, I just wanted to be the best at whatever level that I was at. So I wanted to be the best kid photographer that, that there was. I put everything I had into doing that for this company. Um, uh, at the same time, you know, I was working for this company, and I was working a lot of hours, and it wasn't really a lot of creative freedom there. I wasn't able to uh, have the time to pursue sort of the fun stuff that I had in my head, the creative stuff that I wanted to do, because I was stuck working for this company. So um, eventually I started branching out on my own uh, and, and trying to pick up freelance jobs um, to pursue sort of those creative interests that I had. So um, part of the, what, we, what I did for this company is that we would photograph you know, sports tournaments. So... You know, after probably working there for about three years, I was actually in M&T Bank Stadium. Uh, I was photographing the Maryland Youth Football Championships, which is basically kids from flag football up until high school uh, in the state of Maryland, the best teams. I was there all day just just grinding it out, action photos, taking thousands and thousands of photos. Not really enjoying what I was doing, but I was doing it because I was, you know, I was there. At the end of the day... um, I ran into a buddy of mine who I went to college with. I went to Penn State. Uh, He played football there. I played rugby there. We had met up through some mutual friends. And uh, I was like, what are you doing here, man? And he said that he was the youth marketing coordinator for the Ravens. So basically, anytime there's a big event in the stadium, even if it's not a football game, the Ravens have some sort of affiliation with it. Um, They have a representative there that sort of is the liaison uh, between that organization and the Ravens. And he was there organizing that event for them, and he's like, what are you doing? I was like, kind of embarrassed. I'm like, I'm here taking pictures of these kids, you know? It's like, um, glad you made something of your life, you know? Um, But um, he was like, we're looking for another photographer. We have a team photographer. We're looking for someone to cover these events on our behalf, Um, these youth events, these smaller events in the off-season. I think it was like probably January, February at that point. So at the time, I had no portfolio. Like, my portfolio coming out of college, no one will ever see it ever because it's embarrassing. It's, um, you, know, I, you know, one of the good things about, um, you know, being in photography and, and doing it over years and years and years is that, you, you know, I always continually want to get better. So I look at my old work and I just think it's garbage now. Um, but that's because I'm always finding new ways to get better. So at any rate, um, he said, you know, send me your portfolio and send me your resume And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. And in my head, I was like, well, there's no way the Ravens are going to hire me. I have no experience. My portfolio is pretty pathetic. Um, But in the back of my head, you know, when when life presents you an opportunity, um, sometimes you've got to take take risks. Even when you don't feel confident, you know, I was like, I'm just going to, you know, show it to them and see what happens. So basically what I did was instead of trying to come up with all the best photographs that I had ever taken of anything, um, I took photos that I took that day. I used the opportunity that I was in Ravens stadium and there were kids in little Columbia Ravens uniforms and there were little Ravens cheerleaders. And, and, um, I was like, either they're going to get it or they're going to think I'm totally unqualified. So I, I mailed them a printed portfolio, um, to their marketing director and they liked what they saw. It was something different than what they had normally seen. And they, um, they were interested in trying me out at some of these smaller events. So, um, I was still in pretty much disbelief, so I started shooting their youth events. They have uh, like clinics to teach kids how to play football, um, community events, uh, cheerleader appearances. Um, by the time the summer rolled around, uh, I was shooting training camp, um, stuff like that. And then here comes time for the season. You know, All right, we're going to have you shoot you know, at football games. You know? I had never shot a college football game before. I had probably shot less than 20 high school football games before. I had never been inside Raven Stadium, so I had, um, you know, I don't know if you guys ever, you guys are familiar with like Canon and Nikon cameras, have you heard of the Canon Rebel, digital Rebel? I think they just call it the Rebel now, it's like the entry level camera. I had the first digital Rebel that was ever made, uh, the first digital one, um, that was my first camera, very sort of limited, as you can imagine, w- what it could do, I had that and had one lens, and uh, I walked into the stadium like... There's 74,000 people in here and a little overwhelmed, but, you know, and and I was trying not to to think about, you know, oh, I'm not qualified to do this or all these other photographers have been doing this for years and they're way better than me. I was just there, you know, to do my job and try to uh, be creative and and produce the things that they saw in those pictures of kids. Now here's my chance to produce that on a larger scale. Um, So, you know, uh, long story short, you know, it ended up working out really well. I was really nervous the first time. I had to go show um, the marketing director the pictures that I had shot. I thought I had completely failed. I was, like, nervous. I was like, I'm never going to work here again. And they, they, they ended up really liking what I did. Again, it was different. It stood out from the, the, what the other photographer was doing or what they had seen. Um, so uh, I, I now been with the team for seven years. Um, I'm uh, an official team photographer. We do have two photographers. Basically, what my duties are is uh, pretty much everything. It's not a full-time job, believe it or not. As much as I wish it was, it's not a full-time job. I'm still a freelance photographer, which means I'm, I'm not employed by the Ravens. I'm employed by myself, and the Ravens are a cli- technically a client of mine. They're a very solid, regular client, um, but it's not full-time work. Basically, my duties include, and aside from the obvious, shooting uh, home games. Um, we split duties with me and our other photographer with away games. I shoot all the playoff games. Uh, pre obviously, I went to the Super Bowl. Uh, yes, it was awesome. Um, uh, in, in addition to the games, there's a lot of other stuff sort of behind the scenes that goes on um, around the year practice. There's community uh, appearances where players will come into schools. There's cheerleader appearances. Um, there's corporate events. There's, there's, there's some. It's not all uh, the games. There's, there's other stuff that's kind of boring. But, um, it, it, you know, as a whole, it's, it's an amazing opportunity. And also, I do other things outside of the Ravens. Um, but that's basically, um, how I got to where I am today. Um, I'm going to, I don't want this to be about, uh, gear, but I wanted to bring my, a couple pieces of gear just to show you what a typical sports photographer would be using on, for a game. Um, I don't want to make this about gear because at the, at the level that you guys are at, you know, it's not about the gear. It has nothing to do with the gear. Um, it, it has everything to do with, um, you know, what you're doing with the tools that you have. But I did want to bring this in. So, so, this is my bread and butter on game day, right? So, this is the camera here, just this, this black part. This is a lens. So, this is a 400 millimeter lens. It doesn't zoom in and out. It's fixed at 400 millimeters. And I will show you just how far... No, it's, it's fine, whatever it is. I'll show you that this... It actually looks um, a little bit like it would give you more zoom than it actually does, but that's that handsome guy right there.
0: <laughs> wow. Travis. He <laughs> <laughs> got him just like that. Yeah. So So basically,
1: to give you perspective, um, if if players are on the 50-yard line and I'm directly across the field, it's it's from here, up. It's it's from here to here. If you see a shot of Joe Flacco dropping back to pass, and it's kind of like from back here to just above the ball, that's directly across from him at the 50-yard line. So about you know 50 yards in. So, how I I operated the Ravens game is that I follow the play. Um, Obviously, you've all seen football games, the the, the play is unpredictable. You never know where it's it's constantly moving, right? So, the same way way that the action moves, I move. Um, So, you know, when I'm shooting for the Ravens, I'm shooting specifically for the Ravens. So, I'm always facing the way the Ravens are facing. So, the opposite direction, actually. So, if the offense is coming this way, I'm here shooting back this way. Uh, Same thing with the defense, because... Um, I'm trying to get the action as it moves towards me, right? So in, in addition to this lens, this is a, I would probably say I shoot, you know, of, of a game, I would say 95% of what I shoot is from this lens here. Um, additionally to this lens, obviously, so it doesn't zoom, right? So it gives you a really small window of this big game that's going on in front of you, and sometimes the action comes closer than, than you know, can be, fit in the frame, and you obviously need to get get back up a little bit. So, the second camera that I use is, uh, is a 70-200. to And let's see. This is a, it's a Canon 1DX. Um, basically, this is sort of like the bridge between something that happens, you know, from here to the back of the room and from there to uh, sort of, you know, 50 yards away. Um, this is a lot of, uh, like, touchdown shots are shot with this because, you know, say if the Ravens are, you know, five yards, ten yards out of the end zone, this lens is way too close. So I don't want a headshot of Joe Flacco if they're going to be scoring a touchdown. I want to get whoever's catching the ball, running it in, and, and, and in a way that it gives it a sense of place. Um, obviously, you know, you want a touchdown shot to look like a touchdown shot. If, if it's a picture of Ray Rice running in the end zone, I want you to be able to see not just the ball and his head. I want you to be able to see that he's running into the end zone. So this is a little bit of a – it's still pretty – I mean, um, this is still pretty far in. But, you know, in an an NFL stadium, they only allow you so close to the edge of the field. So it sort of makes up for that distance. And then when stuff gets really close, um, and if you saw a few of the shots – so, for instance, to give you some perspective, um, a shot like that you're seeing on the screen right now of Ray Lewis – that's that's with the 400. Um, was that on his retirement game? That's no. So this this shot was in um, this shot was in Denver. This was last year, the game uh, two games before the Super Bowl when we beat the Broncos out in out in Denver. Um, yeah, yeah. All the it was it's the coldest game I've ever photographed. Not
0: Minnesota, not Minnesota.
1: Baltimore? No, it, it, it wasn't. That, it wasn't that cold. It was snowy, but um, so basically this shot was. Half time, when the players, at halftime, all the players go into the locker room. They sort of talk about what they need to do better. Um, Ray came out. He was sitting on the bench and just sort of having a moment to himself, and I shot this photo. This photo actually won It's the, the second contest I've ever entered. It won um, second place in the NFL Hall of Fame uh, photography contest. Um, so this, this photo is currently on display in the NFL Hall of Fame in Canton, Ohio. Um, so this was shot with that 400, so I'm... I'm yeah, sure. No, because so it's, it's a little deceiving. So, for instance, like, this this moment that Ray's having from here is the distance from me to you. You know, so I'm not right up in his face. That being said, there are photos that, that I, I'm pretty close to players, but because I have... Because I'm the team photographer and I'm around a lot, the players... Um, understand what I'm there to do. I'm there to document history for the team and record history for the team. Most of the guys lo- like getting their pictures taken, um, um, you know, because they're they're big famous athletes and they enjoy seeing pictures of themselves. Um, but no, for, the, for a lot a lot of times some of the some of the, some of the some, there's some guys that are some they're a little bit uneasy, but it's just because I'm around a the lot. They sort of get it and they, and they they know to just kind of continue on with what we're doing. So that's that shot something that was shot with. Um, uh, a 400-millimeter lens. This shot, which was uh, at the Super Bowl, it's the first touchdown of, uh, of the Super Bowl, Anquan Bolden. This was shot with a 70-200. to 200. Obviously, the reason, if I had shot this with the 400, you would see... you would see pretty much here, right? Which might be a great shot, but you would never be able to tell it was a touchdown, right? So using that the longer lens or the shorter lens... Gives you a sense of place. You can see that it's in the end zone. You can see he's jumping, which makes it more dynamic. Um, when stuff gets really close, or when I want to get really close to stuff, I have a wide-angle lens. This is a lot more similar to the lenses that you're familiar with—the kit lenses that are on your camera. Um, they have a wider field of view. So when I want to get in a place like this, this is the—I le- have two lenses that I shoot with. This is a 24 to 70 millimeter lens, and I have- this was actually shot with a 16 to 35 millimeter lens, and Basically, that's going to give you a wider view. So if you get up close to something, it's going to be to allow you to see more information. So here, this is before the game. This is the secondary, the cornerbacks, um, and safeties, and those guys. Um, they kind of each each group of the Ravens team, parts of the defense, parts of the offense. Those units have a sort of a pregame ritual, and these guys all get together. Somebody spins the ball in the middle, and they just you know say words to get them pumped up. So I'm there. I'm literally, for this shot, see this guy right here? I'm in between his legs. This, this dude's like, he's like this, right? They're going back and forth like this. And, yeah, I'm, um, I'm probably, I don't know if I'm kneeling on the ground or not, I'm probably either doing this without looking with him, or I'm down here shooting like that, right? And... My, my access with the Ravens affords me that opportunity to do that. And what's cool about that shot? Because it's, it's a different perspective than what you see in the stands. And that's, that's one thing I sort of want to depart and talk to you guys about um, that you can do at any level, right? Is some of the shots that you see here, they're cool because they're not a perspective that anyone gets to see. Like, when you, whether you go to a Ravens game, I don't care if you're in the front row... You're not going to see that, right? You're not going to see that, that way. So an important thing about photography and whatever you do, no matter what you're photographing, is be different. Shoot, shoot from a shoot perspective that no one else is used to seeing. That's what makes it cool because you're not used to seeing it that way, right? Get low, get high, get far, get close. Whenever um, at, at, at football games, there's probably, at Ravens games, there's probably 25 other photographers there. At the Super Bowl, there's probably 100 photographers there, right? All lined up. Do I want to get the same shot as everyone else? No way. I mean, sometimes you don't have a choice. Sometimes, um, you know, you can only go so many places and you, and you have to sort of be in a group. But for me, my, I'm interested in making unique creative images. I don't want to have my images look like the Baltimore Sun or, you know, other newswires. I want my images. I want people to say that's, that's got to be a Sean Hubbard image. Um, so... Um that, that's something that you can you can start doing now is that you know just just be different. Be be creative and don't and don't be afraid um to to take a risk uh for something you know creative. Um yeah, so basically how, how my just a little bit a little bit of like my workflow. Um you know I'm at a Ravens game, I'm shooting before the game, after the game, during the game. Um I probably shoot about 2,500 pictures, so 2,500 pictures that whole time. Um, I, I go home. I look through all the, you know, I, as I'm shooting, um, the, after every quarter, the Ravens get a card out of my camera with just the unedited photos, so they put them up on the web right away. Um, I go home, and I edit through all the photos. Every single photo I look through, and I'm picking out the best ones. I use a, I use a program called Photo Mechanic. Um, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. But it's basically just the way I'm, I'm scrolling through one by one, 2,000 images, and I'm just putting a star on images that I think have potential. Um, from there, I take that 2,500 images, and I get down to about maybe 600, uh, picking every photo that I think I'll ever use from that game. Um, then I uh, put those images into Adobe Lightroom, which is another editing program. I have it on here now. Adobe Lightroom. So, I have... So, say for... If I took 2,500 images, I have uh, 640 images. So, these are images from the last game of the season that we shot uh, at the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, From those images, I start editing and cropping and color correcting. And um, from there, I ended up with 220 images that the Ravens get. Um, Now... The, uh, the images I give to the Ravens, they have a lot of different uses, so I give them, try to give them a lot of pictures to uh, have options to, to do, because they, they appear on the web, if they just need a, a quick photo story um, about a certain player, um, about a coach, about something throughout the week, something comes up, somebody gets injured, so I know they have, you know, some images I just take just to be creative, right, this is a, this is a, a guy warming up, this is Josh Bynes warming up on the sidelines, um, in addition like that they use my photos uh, on the website they also use them uh, in advertisements they use them in the stadium um, so we went from twenty five hundred photos to six hundred and forty photos to two hundred twenty photos right so how many do I think out of that two hundred and twenty that I give the Ravens are any good not many I put there's These are the images that I pulled from my blog post from that game. There's 22 images there. So, it went from 2,500 images to 22 images um, because I'm trying to tell the story of the day, but I only want to choose the best images. Um, I'm always a big fan of showing less, showing your best work and not showing your failures. I fail all the time, guys. Um... It's easy for me to come here and show you that slideshow of that work I've been doing. Uh, I've been doing this for, you know, for seven years with the Ravens. Um, and it's easy for me to come up here and show that slideshow. And, wow, that's really impressive. And it's easy to think, oh, wow, like he probably does that every game. Not even close. That's a collection of work over time after time after time. Um, you know, sports photography is, is extremely difficult. As you can imagine... Uh, I don't have an earpiece in my ear telling me what plays are going to be run, even though I'm the team photographer. It would be, be great if I did. Um, but I'm guessing just as the defense is guessing or the offense is guessing from the other team, just as fans are going, what are you going to do? I, I sort of over time have used, um, used my best judgment to figure it out, but it, it's, it's very difficult. Um, you, know, you, you Imagine looking through that really tight window from that lens and then trying to find a play. Um, I fail over and over and over again. And I used to take it really personally. Like, I want to take the best picture of every play. i got to get every play. And a lot of factors go into being able to get a photograph at a football game. You know, the play has to happen somewhere on the field where I can even get a shot at it. Where my, Whatever lens I have up to my eye, I can, you know, I can get that shot. Then, all the other players on the field, all the other, you know, referees and other stuff going on, on the field can't be in front of it. I have a collection of shots that are, the backsides of referees in my way of touchdown shots. Extremely frustrating. I used to get really upset with that. But it's not something I can control. Then if you get a shot where it's not obstructed, then it's got to be in focus, right? And uh, hopefully it has good composition. I'm sure you guys have kind of heard about the basics of composition, stuff like that. It doesn't always happen that way. I have, I have a lot of pictures that are, that are touchdown catches that are just not good pictures. It's a, it's a good moment. Um, but I don't think they're very good pictures. So um, I, uh, I enter a, a photo contest. Uh, I started last year the, this NFL Hall of Fame contest. So imagine if I took 2,500 images at each game and say I shoot 15, you know, 16 games a year. I'm not good at math. I won't ask you to do that math. That's a lot of pictures, right? I submitted 10 images. I, I could have submitted 12. I only submitted 10. To the to the contest because and I think probably three of them have a chance of really doing anything um, because that's how difficult it is to to get you know a really sh- a shot that sort of sticks out um, amongst amongst all the pictures that I take but the biggest thing is 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 not being afraid to fail and shooting a lot I can't uh, stress that to you guys enough if you're really interested in photography um, take a lot of pictures I mean take pictures of things that you love and things that you're passionate about. John, so did you have any NFL photographers you looked up to or not? Really well, I tell you what, I do now. I wish, um, I, it's, it's funny, because it's an interesting point in my career is that, so when I got the job with the Ravens, um, I didn't, you know, I didn't think I was going to, I wasn't like, I'm going to be a sports photographer. You know, I was shooting action sports with kids and stuff like that and I thought that was cool and I wanted to get to the next level, obviously, but, I wasn't, like, idolizing. I didn't look up t- at that point um, to other sports photographers in the industry. Yeah, you see pictures here and there. And I guess there maybe were a few. But um, I don't know. I-, I didn't have a great foundation of the history of photography and photographers that sort of paved the way. Um, you know, and when I got out of college, um, instead of what I re- would recommend to everyone here doing, uh, you know, when you're done high school, and you're done college, is – Trying to seek out a photographer that um, that you admire, that you like their work, and, and study their work, and, um, and and try to to be tutored by by another photographer. That's something that I never did. Um, I started working for that company right away, and um, and I, I sort of I did a lot of learning by trial and error. Right, um, I spent a lot of time on the internet, which is a great resource, a resource that I still use today, looking at photography tutorials looking at work that you admire, finding out who shot it, um, looking at their work. The the internet is, I can't tell you enough how great of a resource that is. I'm on it at this still daily. I'm still going to photography workshops, um, trying to get better. Um, So yeah, I'm I'm now kind of going backwards in the process and learning some of the foundational things that that uh, you know, a typical you know, photographer that worked for a newspaper or something like that would have learned, and I'm going back and I'm studying the photographers that I admire now, and, and I'm learning out why I like their work and why their work is good, um, and that's sort of constantly motivating me um, to, to, to make my own work better. Um, I guess, do you guys, before I go too much further, do you guys have any, any questions at all about, about what I do for the Ravens, the Ravens in general... Photography-related, not photography-related, anything at all? I knew you you were going to do that to me. Go Um, um, ahead. Yes, great question. So glad... I'm so glad that was the first question. Um, Yes, it does. Um, If... If uh, any of you guys are interested in becoming a photographer as, as, a, as a profession, um, something, I, something that was never in, in my, my path to photography um, was not explained to me in a way that, that uh, was sort of understandable to me is that there's a difference between being a photographer and a difference between uh, running your own business. And um, I, I learned a lot about photography and taking pictures, but what I, what I didn't learn enough of was how to run a business and how to manage your time and how to do all those things that you need to be a single self-employed person but still have, a, still have time for your friends and time for your family and how to do your taxes and how to budget and that kind of stuff, and um, that's one piece of advice. I'm so glad you brought this up, that um, it's important... If you're considering that as a, as a career, anything in self-employment is, is at the end of the day, you're, you're going to be, if you're going to be a photographer, whatever you're going to do, do it because you're passionate about it and because it feels natural to you, right? Um, but focus also don't skimp on, on the business and, and that part of it, um, because that's so important, um, Taking pictures came naturally to me. Obviously, I worked very hard to get better and better and better. And I'm still doing that. But um, business didn't come naturally to me. Like, I tried to do a business uh, minor in, in college, and I struggled through it because it's not my skill set. But um, I wish I had done more of it. But, yes, um, I'm self-employed, so no one sets my hours. And and you probably think about someone that's self-employed, and you think, oh, they get to make their own hours, and they do what they want. Um, it's not really true. Yes, I... I uh, I don't work a nine to five job. I don't clock in and clock out every day at the same time, um, but I can tell you that, you know, I I because I care about my job, I work a lot. I you know I work Friday nights, Saturday nights. It's it's you know a Friday is no different than a Saturday to me. Um, that being said, I, sometimes I take a Tuesday off and just have a personal day. But yeah, it it does. You have to. It's been a, it's been a and it's still an ongoing process for me is balancing. Um, Having a home life, I got married two years ago. Spending enough time with my wife, it's very easy for me to sit in front of the computer or sit behind the lens and do that all day. But it, it, you have to make an effort to, um, to make sure that you, you take the time to enjoy yourself. It sounds, it sounds like it's easy. Oh, you take the time to enjoy yourself. But, you know, when you're really into things and you really care about your business, like, I could, I could do that all day. Um, but, yeah, it, it definitely affects um, your personal life. Um, it's not a bad thing. It's just something you have to think about.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Put it this way. Yeah. I, I get paid enough to earn a very comfortable living. Um, in addition to the work that I do for Ravens, I also shoot commercial work for advertising and I shoot weddings. Um, and um, I, I live a comfortable life. So it's. That's all right. No, it's fine. It's, it's, I, I would probably want to know too, right? If you're going to. If you're going to uh, think about doing this as a career, for a that's a better oh, that's well, see that—that's huge. Yeah, it's just there's so many different types of photography. Um, the, the, the um the, the most important part to think about is is that, you know, keep things in perspective. And when I started out, I was make, for that company, I was making close to minimum wage, right? Um, that's that's the entry level position. You know, when you when you're ready to be a photographer. Um, there's so many different types of photography and different ways of being paid, but the biggest thing is, is if you produce, if you work hard and produce great work, you're you're gonna get to a higher level and get you know if you're self-employed, you get more clients. Um, but all I can tell you is that it's definitely possible to to make a living, to support a family, to have things that you want to have doing photography, but. It's a lot of hard work, and there's certainly times when you're going to question. There are times when I question what I want to do because as a freelancer, you know, you're not, you're not working for a company that you're guaranteed a paycheck every week, right? There may be sometimes you might have weeks in between a, a job. The more you do it, you, ha- I, you have more regularity with, with, uh, with that type of stuff.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Amazing People podcast. Again, my name is Chip Desard. And I will be bringing shows from time to time, not just releasing shows just to say i released them, but to release them to make sure that they are beneficial to you. All right. You can always visit me on the web at chipdizard.com or chip.photography. And um, we will talk to you soon. Take care.